Hello and welcome to our lot in Block 5, the podcast for Gooners, by Gooners, and I've got Bill Davis for the first time with me. Hello, Bill. Hello, Matt. How are you? Very good. And um, what are you up to now, Bill? I understand that you've bought a new microphone just for this podcast that's uh, splashing the boat out. I'm sure you're expecting a bit of success. Not just for this podcast, it's the fact that you wanted to get me on a Skype when I didn't have a microphone on my PC. (laughs) (laughs) And we got John Rubin back with us. John, hello. I'm all right, mate. I'm eating my dinner. I've just finished work. But Bill's very quiet, so his new mic doesn't work. I'm getting a bit closer. He's getting a bit closer. Looks like John Watson. Tell me about the new mic. Okay, and we've also got uh, Nick Williams. You can hear there in the background. Nick, hello. Hello, Matthew. How are you? Very good, thanks. And um, just quickly, Nick, um, have you won the eBay uh, program, the 89 program from John? Yes, Yes, I did. It was £9 and 1p. Uh, and, and, and I'm, I'm going to I'm going to pay in cash, Matthew, because number one, I'm disgusted by uh, PayPal's twelve percent fee, and number two, yeah. I'm disgusted even more by John Rubin's two pound fifty postage right. charge. Right, right. Let me interject. Let me interject. Right. <laughs> the geezer selling it for thirty five quid. His was two pound. Right. You got to buy the envelope. Yes. First class is what sixty pence now. So it's more than the city. It'll be at least with buying the envelope, sending it. It's over two quid. It's over two quid anyway. Matt, so Matt you're, you're not paying two pound fifty, are you? So Fuck. shut up. Well, I'm not paying it anyway, John. But there you go. Matt, right. can I ask Nick Williams a question? Of course you can. This is Nick Rowe. Uh, Nick, hello. Hi, um, Nick. Your bid of nine pounds and a penny was that in homage to Arsene Wenger's bid of fifty million pounds and a penny for Luis Suarez? <laughs> or was that uh, a <laughs> Completely collared me there, man. Completely collared me there. Was I thought I'd be done, to be honest with you, but there you go. Was that just so you could have a conversation with the programme? Uh, <laughs> it wasn't actually a, a genuine bid? No, I, I genuinely thought I would be outbid. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way that we have, we're we doing this podcast to try and promote Bill... Uh, to promote John's programme, and someone from the podcast has bought the programme. It's not really very good advertising, is it? Well, okay, so um, it gives us another angle, doesn't it? Okay, let's introduce another new um, uh, member of our lot in Block Five, uh, Lee Catini. Welcome to the podcast. Evening. Uh, uh, hello. And Lee is the Prince of the Parker, the Catford Cat. Um, who is always reminiscing about the good old days of Arsenal when you used yes. to have a packet of Space Raiders cost 10 pence uh, yes. and getting into the ground was easier. Um, you didn't have to be yes. a Japanese tourist. If I'll just point out, I am actually in a pub doing this and they're going to be closing up pretty soon. So we've got to crack <laughs> on with this. Okay, let's crack on. So, um, first of all, uh, we've got... Um, a very special podcast, this one, because we, we we don't normally go to a lot of away games, um, but we have got a member of the Allot in Block 5 uh, team who has went to Crystal Palace um, yesterday. Uh, that's Stuart Izzard, or um, at North Bank Upper, as he's known on Twitter. Um, now, um, I've got a clip here of me interviewing um, 
uh, Stuart, after the game. I thought that he would be frequenting somewhere in Thornton Heath, but actually he'd got back to Kent, where he lives in Kemsing, to the Bell pub, where they play Bat and Trap, as we found out last week. Um, and I asked Stuart um, some questions, but there, the, the conversation I had with him was interrupted by children a lot, um, all of whom were being quite abusive to me. Um, and I did end up shouting out at one point, at least I've got pubes. So um, if we just list, let, listen to the clip, I've created a, uh, an intro for um, Stuart's bit here, um, just to big him up a bit. But um, he sent some fantastic photos on, to us on Facebook. We'll, we'll hit, throw them up onto Twitter uh, during the week. But let's have before a listen you to start, Stuart. Matt, just before you start, yep. have you had to edit anything out due to uh, profanity? Um, there was uh, quite a lot of effing and jeffing, yeah. So there, there is, there are a few edits. Um, but he was in the bell and he had had a, quite a lot to drink. So let's listen to Stuart now. Uh, cheers, mate. It's Stuart Izzard. Hello. You're right. So how was the game then, Stuart? Yeah, we had a good day. Tell me about the um, sell her slappers. No, I've got to tell you about the Arthur Waite stand. The Arthur Waite stand? Yeah, that's where I sat today. Right. But I've renamed it the Half Hour Waite stand because <laughs> at half time I had to wait for at least half an hour to get served said warm bottle of cider accompanied by a pie that wasn't checked by the chef. Oh dear. So um, we had no pie. The Arthur Pie stand. Arthur, half an hour. Wait. <laughs> yeah. And we did stand as well. Oh, it was good. a good day. It was a good day. Good so day. How did you control yourself when Giroud scored? I didn't expect it. I really didn't expect it. Out of out of everything we did today, we, I think we should have been two or three nil up before that ball came in and then just went, it just <laughs> come out of nothing. It came out of nothing. And why do we need to keep playing pretty boy football? It was, it, oh, it was lovely. It was lovely. Unfortunately, I had to sit in the direct line of um, Mr. Ward's equalising goal. Yeah. And nothing, nothing he was going to do about that. No. Absolutely superb. But a great, yeah, it, it was it was good. Coquelane can't play. He's terrible. I mean, how he wasn't sent off. Um the, the challenge, the first one, that was, I think it was Balassi, he, he leapt, he leapt from nowhere and he was never going to get near him. It was, yeah. it was shocking. It was, it was Sunday football. It was Sunday football from him. Um, but yeah, no, it was good. It was good fun and, and all the Palace boys around me and, and whatnot. I think a few of them had a clue I might have been a gooner. Uh, <laughs> but, but, but but kept it kept it under wraps, you know. Done me bit with all the pom pom girls, the eagle, <laughs> the, the couple of mascots, and and whatnot. And I thought I'd I'd gone in quite undercover, but yeah, no, it was good. And um, just still look like we're on uh, pre season. Actually, it does look like some of the passing, some of the it's a bit casual. It's a bit casual. I mean, they're a good how, side. How did you view it? Matthew? Well, I think they were a good. Uh, they look like a good side, Crystal Palace. They, you know, they're not scared of going forward. I'm I'm still in the pub. So yeah. it, which pub are you in? I'm in the Bell, the Bat and Trap. Oh, you're in. You're at. You're back in Kemsing. 
yes, I've made it back. Yeah, I've got past the stripey Nigels and I've made my way home. <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah. Go on. It, your your opinion on it, Matt. Your opinion. You watch it on the telly. What do you yeah. reckon? I said that the Palace are a good side. Um, they they don't they're not shy of going forward. I you know they've got some good players now. They've added some good players. Um, they're going to be hard to beat there, I reckon. My my um, I turn around to me mate Bill who took me today. Yeah, and, and I I I said to him. Johan Kabai is a little bit ahead of them at the moment. Yeah. He's that good a player that, uh, is it Punchin? Yeah. That used to play that role. He's not got that now. So he's he's trying to find another position. Kabai a couple of times put his hands in the air as if to say, like, where are you? Why aren't yeah. you there? What are you? And, but you can see them gelling. And, and as I said to my mate Bill afterwards, if if there's three or four teams come away from there this season with all three points, I'll be surprised. There, there won't be many yeah, more. No. Oh, so to come off the back of last week, having having a disastrous first game, I think I, I thought we just did what we had to do. Weird, weird changing of the the game. Why he's moved? He moved Ramsey from right wing to. Holding midfielder, he then went out on the left hand side when he took Sanchez off, and it was just, just. Oh, I'm thinking Theo's coming on, and he's yep. walking on, and it, it just, just a bit, just a bit odd. It, it just seems at the moment it's still pre-season. It just, yeah. just looks a bit pre-seasony, but at the end of the day, we've won. You know, you can't take that away. It, it, it was a happy day, a happy day, and. You, you move on, you move on. Okay, one last thing, Stuart, right? Uh, looking on Facebook, photo of you um, with the legend Pat Rice. Tell me about that. Well, Pat was miffed, absolutely miffed, that I had a hot dog with no chips. So when I said to Pat, there's no chips, he's turned around and he's calling all the guys in the car, but there's no chips, guys. Man. What the fuck's going on here? So we've had a little headache, <laughs> bit uh, Pat Rice legend, mate. Elton John, he's a legend. He's a legend. Yeah, there really was rice, great. but no chips. Yeah, really great. All right, well, Stuart, thanks for um, contacting us. I believe it's your anniversary tomorrow. It is, mate. Nineteen years. Nineteen years. Could have done a blag and got out by now. <laughs> well, congratulations on that to you and your missus. And um, we'll be on a future podcast, maybe after Liverpool game. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No worries, Matt. Have a good one. Enjoy right. it. Tonight. Have a good podcast. Yeah. I want to hear it's funny. And um, as I say, I think it should be named Cheese Rolls and Rice. <laughs> All right, mate. It's On his anniversary night tonight, um, wish him all the best. Um, boys, do you agree with him about um, Cockleland there? Absolutely not. I think no. Clem... Played a couple of lovely passes over there. He hit one a diagonal that Ramsey didn't quite control right. It was right on the um, on the on the on the goal line, um, and uh, I think Hockland was actually everybody's talking about being sent off. I thought he was a bit unlucky to get the first one, and I don't think any of the others were yellows. But yeah, you could have had him on a cumulative. But Hockland played some lovely passes today. Mm. I mean, what I would say is Wenger did the right thing taking him off when he did. 
because the Palace crowd were getting on Sorry. the referee's back. You could, yep. as we found out afterwards, Pardew had already had a word with um, the referee at half-time and told him he thought, you know, next foul he'll be off. And you could just see the crowd were getting on him. So I thought it was a good move. And to be honest with you, much as we slag him off, I thought Arteta did really well when he came on. He really yeah, helped Arteta together. Really well yeah, but he he didn't bring Arteta off. He brought on Chamberlain, wasn't it? Yeah, but I'm saying Arteta did, did a good job, though, didn't he, in that holding role when he did come on? I did like how Alexis sat, sat the rest of the uh, match out without his shirt on, though. That's uh... I, did, I didn't notice. It must be something you know just more than the rest of us do. <laughs> oh, I noticed it. I noticed it because the camera kept going to him. Yeah. It just, oh, it okay. just looked like a brazen sort of uh, disrespect for sitting in the palace ground. Anyway, um, yeah, so... But anyway, uh, the, match, the man of the match... Who's playing fucking ping pong? <laughs> Who's in that pub of you? Who's in that pub of you, Lee? Playing ping pong. You're going to just in this mat, aren't you? I thought Cochrane could have quite easily been man of the match. I know they give it to Santi. I don't agree with Santi getting it. I thought in the first half it was a little bit out of sorts. Um, yeah, I just said Facebook they want to move him into the middle. Well, apparently he was playing in the middle, but he seemed to be out on the left quite a lot. Oh no, he was in the middle, then I thought he should be out on the left, because Otzel was on the left. It just all got confusing, everyone kept switching around. Otzel had a good game, great hey. pass to Giroud, he'd done a lot of, I mean, when he like, done that lovely back heel and turn and just got battered by that <laughs> lumbering idiot, he just had no idea what was happening to him. It was like uh, the chap Soiree who had like a bead curtain on the back of his head. <laughs> But to be honest, I mean, I, I mean, Palace were a good side, man. What was it? They won 11 of 19, was it 19 games at home or, or 11 of the last 19 games? I think well, Stuart's they... point of um, them, you know, how, how many teams are going to kind of come away from there this year with three points? We was quite lucky to get all three yeah. points. I still think we was out of salts. I don't know why he didn't bother bringing on Walcott. Maybe he's carrying a knock or something. I've got no idea, but um, I don't know. maybe he was um, he was he was wait, waiting on tables and he had to clean up the glass that's in the background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's him now doing his bit. I think yeah. Adam and Eve. Did you hear that? Seriously? Yes. Yeah. I'd say the big difference to last week was we actually started quickly and strongly. I mean, yeah. we could have scored three or four in the first 15 minutes, whereas last week we were just knocking the ball around, didn't really put any pressure at all, and that set the tone of the game, whereas this week we really went for them from the start. And I think yeah, that's our, our usual I problem was we failed to make the most of it when we were ahead, didn't we? Because if, yeah. if you don't score when you're on top like that, then you're yeah. asking for trouble. I think it, it, it was the like best performance of the season so far. I mean, I had trouble so, finding a feed that would work. I kept getting notices up saying, like, oh, you've got a virus or you've made it open to hackers. And then I'd <laughs> pay £25 to buy Sky Sports and watch it on TV. Well, at least you watched it this week, Johnny. So that's about, you know. Well, no, I wasn't going to. Oh, right. I was going to do some well, shots. I was going to the pictures. I was going to watch uh, Jurassic World and Minions. And then by sleep. the time I got back from the shops, I thought I just might as well watch the football. So I is, this, is this our regular feature? What was John doing while Arsenal were playing? <laughs> so, so I said, I mean, uh, Dr. Beat said that, didn't he? They should be, what did John do before, you know, whilst the game was on? And, um, yeah, I was going to be at the pitches, but not watching Dangerous Liaisons, obviously. So I have this habit of going to the cinema when Arsenal are playing. So, at the moment, um, it was a bit like watching Jurassic World when Arteta came on, though, weren't it? 
I thought he played well. I thought he played well. So, um, Bill, Bill Davis, um, talk talk us through Giroud's goal. Giroud's goal, right. Yeah. Wonderful cross from Ozil, behind the player, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Giroud reacted well, got got his foot round the ball somehow or other from about three foot behind him and and wrapped it into the top corner of it. Wonderful goal. Gave me a semi, it did. Gave me a semi. <laughs> well, I mean, it was a terrible cross from Ozil, weren't it? Yeah, That's it was the, awful. Yeah, was the point. <laughs> and he made oh, out of nothing. Well, I think hey, that in training. I think I think Giroud's been practicing his little like <laughs> bicycle kick in training, so uh, they thought they'd let him have a go. Well, one, was, of, one of the yeah. one of the um, features of the game was our crossing, and it, that was mentioned on Match of the Day that we were prepared to cross the ball a bit more. Very different from last week, where unlike we last week, to get yeah. yeah. The thing yeah. is, though, with Sanchez, Sanchez gets up high for a little bloke, doesn't he? I mean, I know like it ended up being an own goal. He does. He's a really uh, good jumper. He's got a real good spring on him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a great jumper. He didn't have so good a spring on him for the one he missed that he was unchallenged in the first half, though, did he? When they went up straight up the other end and scored their goal. He's just a bit ring rusty, isn't he? That's the thing. Yeah, he's definitely not. He's not as sharp as he as you'd expect him to be. He's, but, he's uh, not used to wearing a full kit when he plays. Everyone's going on about us crossing. What's the point of crossing it? There's no one in there. <laughs> just, but, but, but we get that a lot, Nick. The thing is, we 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 do put a lot of crosses in and go. Oh yeah, if only there was Walcott on the pitch with a bit of pace to get on the end of it. Yeah. The I Ox mean, weren't um, that though. Must be when the Ox come on. Nah, didn't do a lot. No, a bit like last week. He sort of had a few runs, seemed to beat people, but no end product again. What about the keeper this week, um, Nick Rowe? What do you reckon? I Any wish we had a speed of one. I thought he played a lot better. Um, the goal, to be honest, if it was anyone's fault, because um, was the one who turned his back on the shot. I don't know why he just didn't face up. But Koscielny yeah. um, sort of... So Shelby sort of half blocked the, the vision of the ball as well. And when you look from behind, it was hell of a finish. I mean, yeah. I don't think oh, yeah. you could really blame Czech for that. I would have blamed him if they got that equaliser late on. But um, other than that, I thought Czech looked fairly solid. I still okay. think David Espina should have another go because I, I just, when, when I look at Czech, it gives me the Fabianski oh. feeling that it's just, he's not steady enough and he's not confident enough. I don't know why. He's a fantastic world-class goalkeeper. Um, what, I mean, one well, thing I would say this week was his kicking was absolutely atrocious. I mean, Giroud is a big target. You can, yeah. you can lump it up to him and, and he'll usually win it, but it was never getting to him. Yeah, Matthew, I, mean, I, I, I agree. He, he kicks it big, but he doesn't kick it like at anybody. He just kind yeah. of kicks it straight up there. And yeah, it's great to have a keeper that gets... I mean, he, gets, he can always get to the opposition's box... Which we haven't had for a, for a, for a while. A keeper that can kick that big, but um, he doesn't really kick it at anyone. He just kind of kicks it. Is up he there. used to having more people up front at Chelsea running forward? Because we just kind of like have got Giroud on his own. Maybe he's used to having <laughs> two, he, three, four people up. There. I, I, think just, I think he just. He, he, Giroud's a big lump, and Giroud wins yeah. his more than fair pair of headers against Drogba, and they've got those stats for Giroud are good. I think he just has to. Czech has to actually kick it at, at Giroud, not well, somewhere near the yards or other side of him. <laughs> no, he just has to kick maybe it that's, at. Maybe that's just a bit of understanding between the two of them. You know, that will just the ball, come in time to kick the ball to him rather than thirty yards away. That's yeah. a hell of an understanding to have. 
Oh, so do you want to turn it the old Stoke team or something? What's with this kicking the ball out? We used to play out from the back, pass exactly. it out. Exactly, I was going to say. At the end of the day, like if you can lump it up the Giroud, who's he going to knock it on to? There's no runners. Yeah. What's he going to do? He's, he's as isolated up front. Kicks it's it up, not, flings it on. Not, who for? It's not my number ones. You've got Ramsey on one ring. He's not going to run on it. It's, it's, it's like not, it's nothing. It's not my number one modus operandi, Lee, but it, it, sometimes just to relieve pressure... Lump one up yeah. there, get Drew to chase it on. Maybe get we used to pass it out from the back. Of it's, just, it's, it's all about just. It's another tool in the bag, isn't it? It's another tool in the bag. You got to vary it during the game, and that's one of the problems we've yeah. had in the past. We don't vary it enough. But to be honest, yeah. most Oak times we knock B. it long, it comes straight back at us again. So yeah. I'm, it's, it's I'm it's with Lee. I'd rather play out from the it's back. The thing is, though, exactly. Giroud gets most goal kicks. Giroud is on the end of virtually, I'll say, out of twenty goal kicks, he'll be on the end of at least eighteen of them. It's, it's a question of game, when he gives the knock on, when he gives the knock on, who's there to pick it up again? Yeah, well, yeah, we I still think I mean, traditionally he's got, his, so, he's got his back to goal and he's trying to bring it down usually. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think, you know, uh, the one thing that was really disappointing about Sunday, I mean, it was great that we won, but I just felt like the last, the actual injury time, we conspired to almost give them chances in that, yeah. you know, even in that those few minutes, we couldn't seem to keep the ball in the corner, oh, we gave them the, the goal kick. It's, we we retreated into our last third of the field and we just let them come at us. But why are we doing that? It's not like we're very good at it. No. <laughs> and I, he brought on Gibbs and Arteta, so it was all de- we're not all I, defensive. So I, yeah. I, I really, we're never going to do nothing I, in the offensive half. You know, I think I think taking Ozil off at that point is, uh, is bad. Ozil is mad because he's the one guy that would have just picked holes. You know, if the ball would have come to him at that point, yeah. you can't really rely on him to defend, but you can nick the ball out to him and he, he might find someone and just relieve a bit of pressure for a few minutes. So I, mean, I, the, I the think Palace had... him for Gibbs was a, actually a really negative move. Yeah. I mean, Palace had a couple of really good chances. I mean, one hit the post from... The Connor Wickham one. Connor Wickham, Connor yeah. Wickham, yeah. yeah. Where, where Hector Bellman, one... by the way, was covering the left-back position. Yeah. Not great, was it? I mean, any kind of diagonal ball in from the right seemed to be a danger for us. Did both out centre halves and Bellerin is covering in the in the left back position where he covered that? Yeah, I mean they kind of blamed him for that. Uh, what was it on Sky? I think I'm not watching the yeah, match. Yeah, the geezer's in there covering. Hold on a minute. That's not his position anyway. No. Having a go at him about it. In fact, the fact that he got over there was quite fortunate. Yeah, if he weren't there, that would have been a goal. Bang on. I mean, I guess you, you can. Winning was everything yesterday, wasn't it? And oh, big time, yeah. Look at yeah. Man United, for example, who've got six points. That, you know, they've got an own goal and a deflected one. You know, two goals, both pretty jammy. And, you know, it's all about getting those points in this early part of the season, isn't it? Yeah, definitely, yeah. I'll just point it out now, I'm officially the last person in this pub now. <laughs> <laughs> Including the staff. Well, can we just put, by the way, for people who are listening to this on Tuesday, it is only half past nine. He's not stayed until three in the morning. Or <laughs> not that impressive a lock-in. Yeah, but it is in like, the middle of West London, sort yeah. of, wherever, wherever St. Clair's Park is. And they, they, they tend to shut pubs weirdly. Westminster, Westminster. <laughs> Westminster. Well, I mean, Lee, you know, once everyone's gone, you can drink as much as you like, can't you? If it's free, free yes. Yeah. <laughs> I've already free had bar. one free drink. We'll be there in half an hour. Yeah, I'm on my way, mate. be about an hour and ten minutes. 
But anyway, okay. no one's mentioning Urzel. Why don't you mention Urzel? Well, let's talk about Urzel because, I mean, yeah. he did some fantastic mate, things the, in that game. Man, the match, he was unbelievable. Everything was going through him at first Is half. It? Yeah. Just like... Only one, only one misplaced pass in the whole game. Yeah. That's phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah he runners he, at least. The well. is, there was actually people getting forward for the first time. They had to go and beyond him, oh, and he could pass yeah. it. I mean, the pass to Alexis for that first chance was absolutely outstanding. Oh, yeah, I mean, Alexis, yeah. Alexis would have put up. So the way now, the ball comes into him, and, and the way he's Ozil. Stop saying Ozil. He is The way he uses his, he actually uses his strength now. And he and he keeps the ball away from the defender, so he keeps his body between him and the defender and the ball. Um, I think it's fantastic. He's really learned how to play in English football, and, and you know his first touch is always very defined now, where he wants yeah. to put it in terms of where he is and where the defender is. And then and then we all know he can play that killer ball or, or a lovely pass. But the, that that for me that first touch where he uses his strength, it actually kind of reminds me of the way Henri used to do it. He used to lean on someone and then take the ball in and then, you know, give himself the space to play that ball. Um, really beautifully um, really timed couple passes, isn't it? I really think he's got used to playing in England. I think he's, it looks like he's kind of enjoying it, you know. It, it, it did make me laugh when Wenger came out with a quote about he was surprised to see um, Ozil making runs behind the last defender as if it was something that, you know, he's never, ever made a run before. And it's rather <laughs> sort of... It's just adding to John's, John's rumours that he's just lazy, which is so far from the truth. No. That, like you said, that, that, break, that break with that pass he made for Alexis, that he, yeah. Alexis, you know, it, nine times out of ten, it'd have put the just first touch, he'd have put that away. But the pace of Ozil to go through them... Exactly. Uh, um, it was, yeah, it was lovely to see. It the was thing really is with him, he is my public enemy number one. I've always got to have one player that I just don't like. He's one of them. However, I'm not taking away from the fact that when he joined, he was a brilliant. He was just unbelievable. He gave the whole team a lift. They suddenly realised I was actually playing with a world-class player and everyone seemed to make the effort. Then he got injured and then he had the World Cup and, and his games dropped off. He's cut, he come back into it last half of last season and he, he did play a great game. I wouldn't say he was man of the match, but he played very well. However, however... He's still the one player that I don't like. So <laughs> it's not going to change. Mate, you know what? Done it, you. Until he comes around a little bit more. It's a fucking democracy, <laughs> to- uh, John. We're all entitled to someone we don't like. Put it aside. I think no, it's fatal crack or something. So. Yeah. And why do you think that? Zip. I don't trust Thomas Rosicki. I think his eyes are too close together. <laughs> <laughs> bit shifty. Bit shifty. <laughs> Anyway, right. So um, let's 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 just uh, finish on this bit and the football section about um, Palace because we you know we've we had a talk we talked at West Ham last week. Um, they didn't have a great week this week. What about Palace for the rest of the season? What do we think, Bill? As for the rest of the season, I think they had a really good chance based on the fact that there's uh, at least three to five clubs that are far worse than them that are going to go down. I think. So I think Palace have got a very good chance of staying up. But yeah. as, as, as uh, Stuart was saying earlier, I think they, if, they, if they get it together and, and play like they've been playing, they've got a good chance of finishing top half. I mean, I absolutely love Balassi. I think he's awesome. I, I, I was very impressed. I mean, he was running Monreal over the park. He, yeah. he just couldn't keep up with him. He was so strong as well. They've got some quality players there, haven't they? I mean, because you think, as you say, Balassi... Um, 
Kabaye as a player, I think you know we could have well gone in for, and I think that Kabaye, Kabaye, he would have fit, he would have fitted in well with us. Um, Zaha, you think you know a couple of years ago went for silly money to Man United. They got some yeah. decent players there, and I think they've also got some really good solid squad players. So I think they'll be all right. I, you know, they certainly won't be struggling. I think for you know looking over their shoulders this year. No, no. This is our lot in block five, live from the Adam and Eve pub. Um, I think they'll be in the top ten. I think Palace will make the top ten quite easily. Might even top eight. You know, they do need a goal scorer. I'll give them that. Uh, Maybe they've got a couple of weeks to go in the season to try and buy one. I mean, they've... Well, it's Chimacus. So, Nogo's got no Ajax, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So, they've got Chimac attack. So... (laughs) Let's see how that yeah, works out for them. They, 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 they might struggle. They can certainly finish above Tottenham. Which is probably yeah. not hard. Who's not going to finish above Tottenham? Well, Ch- I mean, Chamac was injured. I think a clump of hair came out. and A, a clump of the matted hair came out and he couldn't play. Who was so, the other one um, of ours they had? It wasn't Sonogo, was it? It was um, Chamac scored one or two and the other bloke we give him scored one. It was Sonogo, wasn't it? It was, was Sonogo. Yeah. Oh, he's now in Ajax. I don't really matter. Yeah. Well, the Ajax. Someone in Ajax had said that he's not—he's not really got it at he all. Hasn't got he's any not really skill a footballer. I understand. Yeah. Ronald Burr's exact words. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stunning that Sonogo's crap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. So um, let's talk about um, the transfer window. Does anybody in the in this podcast care about the transfer window? No. Uh, I mean, for us, it's always ultimately disappointing, isn't it? Yeah. You sit, you sit there for hours, and at least this year we're not going to have to sit till you know midnight. It's all going to be over by five five p.m. But yeah. we never really get anyone. You get, you know, the odd big story goes on, and but to be honest, Sky overhype it massively, don't they? There's not that many deals go on in the last day. Um, at least this one's a bit more entertaining than the bloody January transfer window, and nothing at all happens. You yeah. know, we haven't even got Harry Redknapp leaning out of his car window this year, so. it's... There's not, nothing much is going to go on. Without a phone and without a laptop, because he's too stupid to know how to use He's dog's using it. He's got one, though, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... It means with the transfer window. Uh, the last exciting one we had was... was Ozil. Ozil, yeah. No, no, years ago. I was in the casino having an early breakfast. Oh, shut up. Breakfast in the casino about quarter to one of them. <laughs> I was over in Yarmouth. It was a darts beano. I, mean, I, I thought you were going to say you were in Las Vegas. That's what uh, I was expecting. Yeah. I was expecting Monte Carlo or something, not Yarmouth. Uh, Yarmouth, great Yarmouth. <laughs> You're a high Palace, roller. Great Yarmouth. Yeah. We've got the uh, Chelsea bloke who come from, who was our captain and then sat Gallas. down and sulked. Gallas. Gallas. Uh, was, that, was that exciting? Gallas. It was late. Was it was late. It was like 12 in the morning, 12 after 12 at night. So that was exciting. Right, I've got here down on our running order. Who's going down like a granny on a frosty morning? Bournemouth, by the look of it at the moment. Unlucky. Sunderland's not looking Sunderland. to Yeah, Sunderland. Really terrible. I had them to win on Saturday on my Super Six. Yeah, that was a bizarre, wasn't it? Yeah, no chance. That was so shocking. It's unbelievable. And the fact that they're fans, that the stadium was half empty at half time, I thought that was, I mean, I've done that. Not, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm the king of leaving and going to the pub at half time, but well, and that, and they pride themselves in the northeast being like great fans, and we support our team. Yeah, all right, of course you do. 
Well, it seems like an annual thing for them. Yeah. They just the the the, the, um, the cameras seem to focus on the crowd leaving more than they do on the game at Sunderland. But the only thing missed the dark down down uh, could, could you ask Lee to get me a, a, a like a wheatgrass with carrot and ginger? <laughs> <laughs> because hey, hey, can you could you tell the landlady of the um, Adam and Eve to shut the fuck up? <laughs> There's no sound. I've had to shush one of the barmen away. Who else is there? Leicester, possibly. They're doing all right at the moment, but I don't it's think long term they can do it. Tottenham. In the top four. Well, yeah, but long term, over the season. Yeah, yeah I'll give you that, mate. I'll give you that. Um, to be honest, I can't really remember who's down there at the moment. Then. Bournemouth. 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 Oh, yeah. Bournemouth. Chelsea. Chelsea. <laughs> 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 it's only goal went in it. I mean, in theory, they are in the bottom three. It's only alphabetical order keeping them out. So. Yeah, you got West Brom, or who's going to be down there as well. And, but yeah. I think they're probably strong enough to stay up. So, we'll guys, would we settle? Would we settle now if it was Sunderland, Chelsea, and Tottenham? That wouldn't be yes. too bad. <laughs> 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 just, just, so, just quickly about um, Leicester, right? So, they had uh, Kasabian as their sort of mascots on the pitch. Who would we have in, in Arsenal for a bit but of who? music on the pitch? Doctree's an Arsenal fan. Not Lethal Bizzle. No, Doctree. The who? But that John. song he did on that last game, was it when he came out and done that, whatever he'd done that song, that was bloody uh, awful. That awful, was. wasn't it? Yeah, the last day That's of Heightland. Yeah. And then he's trying to get the crowd yeah. to sing My Generation as well. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 How about that? Is that on but YouTube? Can we see that on YouTube? <laughs> Yeah, but but you you talk not talking about that. You talking about which band you like to represent you as a, as fan. Well, the best band I saw there years ago when they, when Sky came in, they used to do the old halftime entertainment. They had um, who was that band? They had the Shaman turned up after. Oh, that, that was embarrassing. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> yeah, they, they probably had a deal for Pumas and Dylan. Hung come the Shaman. So all the old clockhead right jumping around initially. Then they all started singing "Who the fucking hell are you?" And that to <laughs> fucking get them off halfway, and they were all swearing <laughs> at the crowd. That's a gig, not half-time entertainment. Right? <laughs> yeah. well, you want um, well, to if you're looking for a true a band like on the pitch and sing, it's got to be John Lydon, hasn't it? Yes. Paguna. Let's go yeah. traditional and get the Metropolitan Police Brass Band or something. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, this is Bill Davis who remembers. Just like to point out, Bill was born in 1927. <laughs> <laughs> At least 50% of them are Spurs fans, but they have to do it. Bill, oh, did you the cheer when yeah. he dropped the baton? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, <laughs> the next game is going to be uh, Monday night. Not the greatest night for a, a, a game, is it? Um, where, which pub are you going to? Well, you see, for me, I've got a bit of a problem because I've got day five tickets for the Ashes. Now, so far, the way the cricket's gone this summer, it's amazing if it reaches lunchtime on the third day. We've won the Ashes by uh, bother. Yeah, but, you know, it's a good day out on the beer, isn't it? So I could well be turning up in quite a state after a day at the cricket. That's good. It's going to have to be the Compton, which has a lovely selection of owls and fruit ciders. (laughs) Sponsored by our lot in Block 5 podcast. He says in the Adam and Eve. Chicken in a basket. Chicken, old school, chicken and chips in a basket, cooked by a lovely chef who is handsome as he is intelligent. And the barmaids are quite fit as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, and, and on um, that note, so, so uh, Nick Williams, whose birthday is it today? Let let us know. Uh, I believe it is uh, number fourteen, Thierry Henry. 
38 years old today. And how old are you, Nick? I will be 38 uh, this year. So I, I so, know we're only two months apart. So Yeah, so reflecting on your lives, your respective lives. <laughs> I, I, I don't regret anything, Matthew. I wasn't, born, I wasn't born, you know, black with six foot three, with immeasurable... Immeasurable ball control skills and 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 languid, you know, sprinting skills. So there yeah. you go. And I'm, you're I'm not, not French, bitter Matt. at all. I'm not bitter at all, Matt. I'm not bitter at all about it. Hey, Nick, you can keep a beat, so you're all right by us. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, and um, just quickly as well, third kit. So the third kit was launched last week. Um, it looks like it's straight out of Sports Direct to me. It's an absolute atrocious blue kit. Yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah shocking. Those stripes underneath, like the 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 belly side of it. It's a black, it's a black it's, top with white, black. blue, and gold stripes. Yeah, they're kind of like. Sorry, Bill. Hang on, hang on. Black with white and blue stripes. White, white, blue, and gold diagonal stripes going down from Fly Emirates. On a black yeah. top, did you say? On a black it's, top. Yeah, it's, it's not, awful. I thought it was blue. I thought it was like battle gun blue, gr- blue or something. Dark, it's very dark blue. I think I think Lee and Lee and, and Lee and Bill are kind of both right. It's, is it it's is it a bit like that dress dark. that was in the summer and everyone sees a different colour on it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it looks blue. Sometimes it yeah. looks gold. Um, also, another thing I noticed on Sunday: those away socks. They look like surgical stockings. They look like they've sort of bandaged their legs up. It looks awful. You you'll only notice it the next time you look now. We might as well do it now before they all get injured. You know, just get ahead of the game. <laughs> all right, then. Okay, boys. So um, we think time has been called in the Adam and Eve, is it, Lee? It was half hour ago, but very hard ago. Adam and Labour's realised the BBC crew's not turning up. She's no, yes. So, <laughs> so let's, everybody, very quick prediction on Liverpool. I want you to tell me what the score is going to be for Liverpool, Bill. Uh, 3-0. Nick Williams. 2-1 Arsenal. Nick Rowe. I was going to say 2-1 Arsenal, but I'd be different to say 2-0 Arsenal. Lee Cattini. 1-1. One, one. Mm. And if you finished your dinner, John Rubin... They've one new up at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next week, John. Next, week. John. next Monday. <laughs> you see, he's watching this game. He doesn't let me watch Arsenal. He's watching the Liverpool Bournemouth game. <laughs> uh, I believe next week uh, Liverpool will win 2 1. Right. And I'm going to say that we're going to scrape it 1 0. Um, I think we'll win 1 0. Yeah, we've got so to actually, can I mend that? They are looking pretty shocking at the moment. Yeah. I think we're going to win about 3 1. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Never going to a betting shop with uh, John. No, All especially right. after I've had a dream as well. <laughs> what dream's that, John? It was my whole cup final dream that right. we were going to win 4 0. Um, yeah. Who was going to get at it? I know Sonogo was going to score the last goal. And after two minutes, the only bet that was left was Sonogo scoring the last goal, and that never came off either. So, oh, yeah, I did two years ago. Are we going back to the boys' group bet again? Now we can have an our lot in our lot in block five podcast group bet. 
That'd be a good <laughs> idea. Although all that money is still in that big, great big teacher's bottle in your bedroom, Nick. Well, you know, <laughs> if, we, if we can't pick the winners, it's when the trouble is when it does come in, like when Koscielny scored the week before the cup final, and suddenly you've got to lump out 120 quid. It gets well, a bit you've expensive. You've got to get your hammer out to smash the bottle. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Got right, okay. Right. Thanks for joining us everyone and um, enjoy your evening and we will see you later. Is it over? Oh right. yeah. Okay. On your side. Love we Subscribe to the Our Lot in Block 5 podcast on iTunes. Just search for Arsenal and boom. Remember to leave a rating and a review. You can also follow us on Twitter at our lot. That's at our lot pod. Like our Facebook page, Arsenal, our lot block five podcast. I want to go to bed sometime, am I? <laughs> oh dear, sorry, Bill. <laughs> still being recorded, Bill. It's only ten to ten. I need, my beauty. I need my beauty sleep. Bill's got some porn to watch on his watch before yeah, he goes to bed. Two weeks off doing uh, doing jury service must have really taken it out of him. Oh dear, it's awful, awful, absolutely awful. <laughs>